0: Coming up on Studos America, every time Glenn Beck comes on the program, the world gets a little worse. So let's keep burning it down. You know, that's how we do it here. Joe Biden wants to get his old wrinkly fingers into crypto, just like he wants to get them into, you know, some passing kids hair. Uh, we'll get into that as well. Blaze TV subscriptions are all the rage right now. Be one of the cool kids and get that 10 bucks off when you go to blaze tv.com slash stew and use the promo code stew. And are we fighters for freedom? or scared little cowards looking to be dictated on. Uh, Well, we'll see. We'll see where we go. Let's go and see what went wrong, as we do the wussification of America.
1: Stu does
0: America. Glenn Beck joins us here in just a few moments. Now, I will be honest with you. Today, Glenn Beck had to be home. I think he had a a 2 p.m. nap today. So he had to go home early. We taped this interview with Glenn a couple of hours ago. And here's the big deal. In that two-hour period, the tie clip got ready. We've got it now. The tie clip is back. I feel whole as a host of a fantastic program like this again. And you're going to have to deal with a couple of real visual problems with our next segment. Because, number one, no tie clip. uh, But, number two, Glenn will be on it. So, I mean, that's on you. If you're going to stick around, uh, this is one of those things you just, I just hope. You're listening to the podcast today. Anyway, you can subscribe uh, there, of course, anytime uh, to the podcast. We do appreciate that when you do that. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars when you rate and review the program. So what are we? I asked the question a minute ago. Are we brave Americans or are we just complete and total wusses? I grew up in a country that I thought was this incredible, brave country. Now, I know there's some exceptions to that rule, but generally speaking, this is freaking America. This is the, we win all these wars, we go in, we take care of the Nazis, we take care of the, of the, the Japanese in World War II. It's, it's freaking America. We're the global superpower, right? This is basically how, in my childhood, I pictured the United States of America.
1: Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. ah yes
0: here comes poker on the ridge Wolverines! yes that's us we're the Wolverines right For those on podcast, Red Dawn. Remember that movie from like back in the 80s? One of the most pathetic things about that movie is later on we remade it with the Chinese. And then the Chinese were like, yeah, we're we're not we're going to cut off all of your movies from being shown in China. So we airbrushed frame by frame the Chinese out of the movie and made them into the North Koreans. First of all totally racist, right? Like you're just saying they all look alike, aren't you? But secondarily, so pathetic. We've gone from the Wolverines with our machine guns taking out the friggin' Rooskies to this. the <laughs> How much time does it take you to put on all that tiger makeup? To Did that help Ukraine? Did that save anybody's life in Ukraine? TikTok videos. That's who we are. We run from the Red Dawn people up in the mountains, taking machine guns to the Soviets, to painting our faces to look like tigers to scare the Russians. And they don't seem all that scared by all of this. Why do I bring this up? Well, Quinnipiac did a poll. And this poll uh, found that, some really troubling things. They asked a question. This is a hypothetical question. Hey, what if what's going on in Ukraine happened here? What if a country invaded the United States of America, sort of Red Dawn style? What if they came in here and tried to take over this country? What would you do? Now, there's a couple possibilities that probably immediately popped to your mind. I would hope they would. The first one that pops to my mind is, of course, I'm going to fight and defend this country. Someone tries to come in here and take it over, I'm going to be probably um, a detriment to the fighting forces. You know, I don't if they need someone who can run about 11 meters before collapsing, you got me, I'm right here. But I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and let my country get taken over. I'm going to do whatever I can. I think we all would. Secondarily, it's just a poll. Like you can tell them you're brave and then not even be brave if it were to happen. Even with that knowledge, even with the idea that you could just say you're brave and not actually need to be brave, these were the results of the poll. As the world witnesses what is happening in Ukraine, Americans were asked what they would do if they were in the same position as Ukrainians are now, stay and fight or leave the country. A majority, 55%, say they would stay and fight, while 38% say they would leave the country. 55%. That's it. 55%. Oh, but it gets much, much, much worse. When you break it down by party, Republicans say 68 to 25. They would stay and fight. Independents say 57, 36. They'd stay and fight. But of course, of course, Democrats say 52 to 40. They'd pack it up and run for the hills. How incredibly predictable is that? I mean, could it be any more predictable? It's absolutely incredible. Why is this? We'll go into that here in a second, but I also want to give you a couple of other breakdowns. First of all, by age, they broke this question down. Would you stay and fight or would you leave the country? Those 65 and older said we'd stay and fight, 52 to 37. Uh, Those 50 to 64 said they would stay and fight, 66 to 28. Those 35 to 49 said they'd stay and fight 57, 37, 18 to 34. You know, the people who would actually need to fight in a war, they say 45 to 48, they'd leave. That's right. By three points, they'd leave the country for uh, people 18 to 34. Uh, It breaks down in interesting ways by race as well. White people say they would they're plus 22. On, on this question. So they'd stay and fight 57 to 35. African-Americans, after being told the country is completely evil and every police officer wants to kill them for the past 30 years, they're not so excited about fighting for this country. Shockingly, 59 to 38, they would leave the country. However, outperforming even us whiteys, Mm-hmm. our friends, the Hispanics, uh, 61 to 33, they would stay and fight, which means Hispanics are plus 28, stay and fight, White 22. However, stop and think about this for a question, or for a second, what is the right answer to this question? How should this come out? 100%, right? The correct answer is 100% of the people would stay and fight for the United States. That's the correct answer. There's right answers and wrong answers on this question, uh, this little test, boys and girls. And the right answer is 100%. Now, I guess if you're going to include uh, women, children, elderly, maybe you have some people who wouldn't uh, necessarily stay. When they broke it down by uh, gender, you did see some of that. Um, 75 to 19 for men staying and fighting. uh, And it was minus 4, 47, 43 to leave the country um, for, uh, for women. But still... The question should be 100%. And the, the, really, the, the question here is not necessarily if in a real situation you would do this. We don't know what you'd do. Answering a poll question is not actually going to tell us what you would do in a situation where we're invaded. But what it does tell you, something really, really revealing about this country and the people in it. There's, uh, the question really is, do you think America's worth defending? Do you think America is worth fighting for? Do you think it's as amazing a place as I do, a place where you would do pretty much anything to keep this way of life alive? You know, when we are fighting about covid restrictions, when we've been fighting about uh, foreign uh, competitors, China and all these other things, all these years, the main reason you care about maintaining the American way of life, the Western way of life. It's because it's been so good for the world. It's been so good for human beings. But so many people in this country don't believe that. They don't believe America has been good. The majority, the, the plurality, but more Democrats want to take off and leave this country than fight for it. Why? Because they don't think it's worth fighting for. They think it sucks. And all of their policies and all of their stances and all the ways they try to overrun our cultural traditions, our patriotism, all of these, you know, hokey, red, white and blue, you know, type of things. They're constantly trying to overrun them because they think they're insane. They think this is a bad place. Why would you fight for it? I mean, think about this. We had an invasion uh, from some other country. Bernie Sanders would be given a speech saying, you know, let's just see how they do in ruling us. Let's let's check it out. Maybe they're going to be great. I, for one, uh, welcome our, our foreign invaders. That's basically, I think, what we'd see from the left these days. It's really disturbing. You know, I think part of this is it's so insane because you realize that tucked down in the belief structure of everybody on the right and the left is an acknowledgement of how good this country is. People probably didn't take this poll question all that seriously. You know why? Because they can't even imagine it happening. Ukrainians can imagine it. People in Europe can imagine it. People in Africa can imagine it. People in Asia can imagine it. Australia probably can't really imagine it either. But that's pretty much the only exception to this rule. The United States is sitting here saying, you know what? People live here in the United States and they say, no one's ever going to come because we're the greatest world superpower. We've been able to put together this amazing economy. We have all this money to buy all these weapons. We have the best trained military. We have all of these things. No one would ever invade us. Now, of course, that's not the right way to think about this. Many empires have fallen with that sort of mindset. But it does tell you quite a bit about what people actually believe. Think about how stupid The complaints are from people on the left right now. They're complaining about pronouns. They're complaining about uh, sexual identity. They're complaining about all of these little tiny issues. What do you think Ukrainians care about right now? Whether their children live or die in the next hour. Whether their house blows up tomorrow. That's what they're thinking about. And we sit here with these petty, little idiotic complaints and then because our country is so fantastic that probably none of this crappy stuff is ever going to happen to us, we complain and complain and complain about nothing and put on face paint to honor the Ukrainians. That's our big uh, big hand to help them up in this particular war. It's just honestly pathetic. We have a situation where our military continually seems to be putting out messages of softening I mean this is not the World War II generation anymore this is not the people uh, where we saw you know Nazis get their ass kicked we're talking about a totally different weird worldview where we have generals and and admirals sitting around with you know uh, rainbow flags and 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 talking about white rage Uh, this is a what is going on that's not what our military is supposed to be doing This country has come such a long way and is so much better than so many other places. We're now to the point where we're where the the stressful issue, the thing that they say is exhausting on the left, are things like statues of bad old white people. Well, they might be bad and they might be old and they might be white, but a statue can't do anything to you. A couple hundred years ago, those statues weren't statues. They were real people and they were actually doing bad things. Now they're just frozen in some sort of uh, sculpture, and we're sitting here whining and crying about all of the oppression a statue is doing. You think a well trained military is going to have problems with a population that's worried about statues and pronouns? It's hard to imagine. Hard to imagine they would. Now, they, them doesn't matter when you're fighting in the streets. Ask Ukraine. They're, they're The only thing I've seen about Ukraine when it comes to gender identity are the few people who were women and then decided to transition to men and now aren't being allowed to leave the country because you guys said you were men. So get back in there and fight. Remember that whole thing? You guys kept telling us you're men, you're real men. So get back in there and fight like a real man. That's a little inconvenient. The, the left, you know, doesn't even believe uh, this situation could happen in this country uh, when it comes to Ukraine. And that's why these poll numbers partially are so bad. You'd think they'd be close to 100%, but they don't even like the country and they don't even believe that something that bad could happen here. They've become arrogant in their comfort. And it's honestly really disturbing. The correct answer to this is 100%. If you can't find a reason to fight for a country like this, what could you ever fight for? This is a nation that has ripped billions of people out of poverty. It's freed millions and millions and millions of people. We've done so much good for this world, and yet the left can't even find a reason to stay within the borders to fight for it if it had been invaded. And this is the problem we are vulnerable to losing a big war like this god forbid we get into a battle with uh, with the, with russia at this point our military yes our military is strong yes our military is still well equipped led by people like joe biden it's hard to have any confidence in anything would they be free to do anything they wanted to do who knows so we still have a nice blanket of protection from our military but the, the population is eroding. It's falling down over and over and over again. I bring you again. I want to think of the American people like this. It <laughs> doesn't seem like that was going to work, but hey, it's Hollywood. It did work. Um, you might think of yourself like the kids from Red Dawn. You might think of yourself fighting off the Russians. You might think of yourself that way. You were probably on the right side of this poll. But more and more, we as Americans are kind of like this. Can we please stop looking at our phones and feigning emotion to songs on TikTok? Can we stop it? Please let us stop it. <sighs> Glenn <Beck> is next.
1: <laughs> does
0: so does CBD work? Over 90% of doctors say their patients have used CBD to treat a health condition. And when 9 out of 10 patients use it, it kind of speaks volumes about how safe and effective it can be. So let me tell you about CB Distillery. Com. With over 2 million customers and counting, CB Distillery is the source to trust for your CBD needs. Do you have sleep, uh, sleeping problems? Well, when they were surveyed, 90% of CB Distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. Nagging discomfort, the same survey says 80% of their customers found that CBD helped them. Will it help you? Well, go to CBDistillery.com to find out. You can order online and no prescription is needed. Enter SDA for 20% off. SDA, stew. Does America. It's the initials SDA. 20% off at CBDistillery.com. It's CBDistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. CBDistillery.com. I'm joined once again by the one, the only, Glenn Beck. His new special is coming up right after this stupid show at 9 p.m. Eastern. Tonight, you'll be getting, it's a Russian trap. It's a Russian oil trap. <laughs> the American cost of helping Ukraine, so be sure to stay tuned and check that out tonight. Glenn, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, it. It's a Russian trap. I, what are we saying here? Are we saying we shouldn't be doing this? Are we saying we shouldn't be sanctioning no, Russia for no, their behavior? No, we should be
1: sanctioning Russia. Russia, how many times have we said, I think ever since we've known each other, Putin is Evil. Mm-hmm. We've known that for a long time. You know, uh, she fell out of a window. There were no windows on the roof. What are you talking? About? I mean, yeah. you know, OK, um, he kills people. <laughs> yes. He's a bad guy. What he's doing in Ukraine is really bad. But there's a couple of things that we have to make sure that we understand what we're doing. We are creating and using the Great Reset and putting it into play right now. Do the ends justify the means? Do you want the great reset in your life? No. Okay. Well, we're creating and using the system that China uses. We're isolating Putin and all of his people, taking away all of his stuff, taking away, uh, you know, McDonald's. McDonald's, Starbucks. Correct. You can't spend any money in the world. You're a pariah. Well, that will happen to you. It already happened to the truckers in Canada, okay? You don't, the ends don't justify the means, okay? So how do we do it? Well, we can, as a country, say we're not going to buy foreign oil. The government can't necessarily tell everybody like McDonald's what they can, can and cannot do. But we can stop buying Russian oil, but not until we're secure, you know. It, yeah, right. We need to be making at least moves in that direction. Yeah, you've never seen like a movie where there's a guy outside, and uh, the, the the husband gets up in the middle of the night and says, "I don't care what happens to you guys. You know, we have a gun somewhere else in the house. I can't think about it right now. I'm going to take our only weapon outside and see if I can get that guy. You're on your own. No." a protector always says here's a gun here's a knife here's what i want you to do hide here yeah i'll go out okay yeah, well, yeah. you take care of that first yeah i have a a, a wife who
0: uh you may have the a, a similar pattern yeah. in your life where once every 3 to 6 months i get the uh, I just cleaned out everything out of our pantry. I, I, we had too much junk food in there, and I, got, I cleared everything out of there. And I'm like, oh, all right, now I have to go buy it all again. Um, but like, the idea isn't to take all the junk food out of your house to make yourself more healthy and then not replace it with other food. You still need food. Right. And what we've done here is we're saying, we're going to get rid of all that Russian oil. That, that's bad oil. But
1: we're not going to replace it with anything. Let's say you were having a, a food shortage in your own house, mm-hmm. which you will soon Um, You have a food shortage in your own house and uh, and then your wife comes home and takes all the junk food and throws it out. Now you have 10 percent less than you had and you already had a food shortage. And I mean, you can call it a diet (laughs) if you want. (laughs) Right. But that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what we're doing. We're not saying Let's start drilling. Let's open up. Let's take the regulations off of these companies. It'll still take us months before we get the oil, but at least people don't have any idea what summer is going to be like. I mean, it's already at 417, the national Mm -hmm. average. You're going to be paying 10 bucks a gallon in California You want to go someplace this summer, take your kids, throw them in the car, an airplane. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. I give you a list of all of the things that uh, that come from a barrel of oil. Only uh, about 45 percent of a barrel can actually make gasoline. The rest of it is for plastic and cling wrap and Ziploc bags and, uh, you know, uh, capsules for your medicine, everything, everything comes from petroleum and only 19 gallons per barrel, uh, or yeah, only 19 gallons per barrel of gasoline. Mm. I mean, it's going it to affects every little bit. And this doesn't even include, you know, the, the
0: rare and minerals and the, and the, the metals and all the nickel is, is going crazy. Nickel right
1: 67 now. jump yesterday. Right. I mean, this is crazy, but so and that affects batteries. That that affects the EV. Every time oh, yeah. they're on. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> us being able to have all these electric cars that are somehow running off of energy that we don't get from coal, gas, <laughs> oil, or nuclear. But imagine that running. And imagine that we have enough nickel. Right.
0: To make the batteries. To make the batteries. We don't. It's just completely ridiculous. But so... There is a cost in helping Ukraine, as you point out. That's true. That's real. Uh, And we need to understand it. We need to internalize it and make sure we're making the right decision. But the reason we're going to Ukraine, and this is a little cold, but it's not to help Ukrainians. We, we, he, Vladimir Putin is doing this to his own people, too. And we don't jump in to help him there. We never we never he's been doing all sorts of terrible things. NATO. We're doing this because we are worried about NATO. And which means if we honor NATO, we're in the middle of World War Three. Right. We want that buffer state there any way we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: is this type of price worth paying for that security? No, because this is a needless price to pay. This price is definitely worth paying if you open up Mm -hmm. America for business. If not, it is not reasonable to pay that price. It's just not reasonable. Everything has a price. And we're in a situation right now where, you know, the United States doesn't negotiate with terrorists. Yes, we do. (laughs) But we don't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, why? Because it'll cause more problems for the homeland. So you have to dispassionately, as president, look at that person and go, I can't help them. I can't help them, okay? Because it hurts the homeland. It hurts the country. That's where we're at right now. If they're not going to take the regulations down and start boosting oil and gas, what are we doing It's literally I've read story after story after story um, that, you know, most people aren't reading. I I read a lot of finance stuff and um, most people aren't reading it. And the stories lately have been which one is going to win. This could be mutually assured destruction Mm. for the West and Russia, but it also could be because Russia is not technologically like we are. The cities are, but the rural areas, they don't need electricity and gas and all that stuff as much as we do. If the disruption happens here, they'll be able to last much longer than us. Mm. Are we playing a game of chicken where we lose? <laughs> They're used to their lives sucking. In yes, the, if they you're are. Here, yes, life sucks anyway. You're going to it worse. Right.
0: Uh, OK, so. You you, talked a little bit about The Great Reset before. I think this is a really interesting part of this. I don't think anybody else is talking about this part of it uh, other than you. Uh, Obviously, you wrote a great book on this that's out in bookstores now, by the way. You can pick that up. Um, But this is forming essentially – it's almost like a test run for how this could be used against uh, uh, Americans, people who disagree with the the narrative, companies who make
1: bad, evil products – Explain how the Great Reset fits into this. That what you're witnessing in Russia is the Great Reset. And it's a brilliant rollout of it mm. because everyone will go, how could it possibly be bad? <laughs> we avoided war and all because we work together as a team. Mm-hmm. OK, that's
0: absolutely how it's being sold. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that means not just. The government doing things like not buying the oil, but it's companies like McDonald's, McDonald's and Coca-Cola and Pepsi so and Starbucks
1: all at the same time, you know, coming to the same conclusion. Do you know anyone who has driven by McDonald's and went, I wonder if they still have those <laughs> McDonald's open in Red Square? No, I don't know. I never anyone, know. There's no okay? one who's doing that. And by the time you get to like KFC, right. <laughs> that's even a smaller <laughs> amount of people that yes. care. So, Even when the Russians don't care that much about no. no, so when the and it kind of makes me sad as the colonel, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> as when you look at um what McDonald's said, they're closing, they held out, but they're closing all their restaurants in Russia because of reputational risk. What is it Justin Trudeau said about the banks if you don't uh, if you Uh, decide you want to do business and give loans to these people later down the line, you might incur reputational risk. That's ESG fine, but your score is going to go down. Okay. That's what's being played right now. These companies are not doing it because they all love Russia. Bull crap. You're Ukraine or Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's not why they're doing it. some might say, you know, it's worth they're going to they're going to lose. Now, Putin is saying you close these restaurants, they're ours. You don't own them anymore. OK, really, really? And these companies are doing it. I mean, right. Shell is just pulling out its oil operations from the Do you country. know what that cost billions. Yes. You can't just pull out and lose all of that stuff. That reputational risk is not a few emails coming into Shell saying, gee, Shell, you're so mean, you don't care about the the Ukrainian people. Mm. Mm-mm. That is the bank. That is all banks. That's the insurance companies. That's the companies you sell to. Shell knows if I don't do this, I am out. Now, do you want that turned on you? Imagine, I mean, what they could do if they could do that to an entire country like Russia. When they said when we said if they can do this to Donald Trump, do you think they'll care about you? Look at what's happening to the January six people. We don't even know. We have no idea what's going on with that. They're they're listening. They're recording. They're they're charging parents saying that they're terrorists. Okay, they did it to the president. They're doing it to us. They're doing it to an entire country. You think they're going to think twice about you as a citizen if you're getting in the way? No.
0: Or, you know, another example of this is maybe not even on the citizen level, but a state, the state of Georgia, has an election law, or North Carolina has a bathroom law that people don't like. This could be yes, rolled out the same way. Yes, they
1: will all. But, you will lose every national business. But, so I guess the, the tough part to figure out here is, if
0: you're one of these companies, if you're McDonald's, you're seeing this risk from investors and ESG scores and all of this. We certainly wouldn't pass a law saying they must stay open in Russia. Right. Like they have to be able to make their own decisions about what locations they open right. or close. So how
1: do you stop this? I mean, how can you how can a company? We have a guest tomorrow. Uh, he is the attorney general of Arizona. I think he has the best solution. Mm. Uh, he says, oh, now I can't remember the it's name. Is on radio? Yeah, it's on radio tomorrow. Okay, I should listen to that but show. Yeah, you should, which would be new for you. <laughs> um, but uh, he, I think he has a solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, states also have the solution. They're, Idaho, I heard, is now drafting the toughest ES, anti-ESG legislation. Mm. But I think that uh, this is an antitrust thing. You cannot collude to force businesses to do things. And that's what this is. Yeah. They are all colluding to force you to do something. That's that's an antitrust problem. And, and I guess the Russia being the enemy here, you know, everyone kind of sees this as if a this bad thing. If this was all done voluntarily, this would be great. If the world and McDonald's and all these people who are making tons of money through Russia would all voluntarily go, well, what he's doing is wrong. I don't want to be a part of that. That'd be fantastic. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. The Babylon Bee had a great meme out and it says uh, Apple uh, stops. Putting Russia on their maps. <laughs> right. And they just ocean where <laughs> Russia used to be. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's how yeah. ridiculous it is. It's so ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. By the way, you can read a lot about this in The Great Reset. Uh,
1: it's not about Russia and Ukraine, but we're seeing it all play out in, in real time. It's so important for people to understand. He is playing for a nation state dictatorship, the West is playing for a global dictatorship. That's what the two are really fighting about. China, Russia, they want to be nation states and take over the world as China or Russia. The United States and the West want to just get together a whole coalition of countries. And we're just going to work together and we're going to heal the world. Mm. Neither of these are good. Mm. Glenn Beck, the new special is "It's a Russian Trap." The
0: It's r- a trap. <laughs> Do you have to be Admiral Akbar you when have you say to. that? You okay. have to. It's a Russian <laughs> trap. <laughs> the American cost of helping Ukraine is coming up next, 9 p.m. Eastern. Stay right here. Always uh, get your uh, all the Glenn episodes as well as episodes of Studio America on Blaze TV. Head to blazetvcom Stu. Enter the promo code Stu. That's how they know you like this stupid show. Plus, you'll save ten bucks off the subscription. Glenn, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that
1: stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two.
0: I'm willing to pay... It's important. Right. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. Ah. <laughs> Suckers, do you drive a hundred thousand dollar car? No, why don't you just drive a hundred thousand dollar car and you don't have to worry about these dumb gas prices, you peasant? Ah, I love that, it's a wonderful position to take. Also, interesting considering uh, nickel is up uh, by a, a ton something like $70 in a day uh, and that is one of the um, uh, metals that we get from that vicinity. So Russia has a big control over this. China has a big control over a lot of these metals as well. So uh, when you can't have batteries anymore for your Tesla, then what? Then what? By the way, uh, as we talked about yesterday, you can go back at yesterday's program and listen to the uh, interview with Robert Bryce. He's an energy expert. And as he correctly pointed out, this is not just an oil issue. Yes, gas prices are going to go up, but your electricity costs are going to go up as well. This is going to be a big, big problem for energy for quite a while, whether you have a Tesla or not. But don't worry about it. Stephen Colbert has the the, uh, the problem solved. Just freaking buy a $100,000 car. The Plaid's like one thirty. Just pick it up. Pick it up. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. No big deal. Um, so we talked a little bit about this on the program uh, over the past couple of months, honestly, when is the Biden administration going to take a stab at ruining crypto? Uh, because uh, this is like one of the things they have that's going on, you know, with our economy that isn't ruined. He hasn't ruined it yet. Why hasn't he ruined it yet? He's done so much work to ruin everything else. Why hasn't he done anything with crypto? Eventually, he's going to announce some sort of large scale crypto um, uh, executive order. And then the crypto is probably going to tank and we won't have that either. Well, that started happening earlier this week. There was rumors of a, an executive order that was going to outline all sorts of stuff on crypto. Uh, Bitcoin went down by a decent amount to the high 30s. Uh, but then the actual... Uh, um, uh, press release was leaked uh, a little bit late last night from Janet Yellen and the, the fact sheet came out today from President Biden and the executive order kinda does a lot of kicking a can down the, ro- uh, down the road. And well, this doesn't mean that cryptocurrency, which is obviously something that fights against centralized government power, it's not like in the clear here, but what happened was it was a lot of like, we'll start a commission to figure out this and we'll study that. They will study how to do a a USDC, some sort of a um, a digital dollar uh, sponsored by the United States. USDC is a different crypto, but still, uh, you get the point. Um, The centralized idea of a cryptocurrency is a real problem. People don't want that. They don't want anything to do with it uh, for good reason. But since this is basically just a bunch of commission making and promises for the future for regulation, at least... It's not as bad as they thought it was going to be today. This doesn't mean in six months it might come back in a really negative way, uh, but that's what they're going to try to do. Look at how to regulate cryptocurrency. And you know, for the people who are in this for an investment, a lot of the institutional money, they actually sort of like this because, okay, we're going to get the rules finally set up so we can invest in this and see how that goes. If you're more from an ideological perspective and that decentralization element is really important to you, you probably don't like this. Uh, but it may help the price in the short term. Uh, and it did go up over $40,000 uh, today. And finally, give me, let me give you this uh, update on Calvin Ridley. He's a wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. He left in the middle of the year last year with uh, some sort of uh, mental um, mental break, I guess. Uh, he had like a, some sort of Um, mental condition um, that he was uh, dealing with. Uh, Maybe it was potentially depression. They were never really clear about it, Um, but he left and while he was out, he decided to gamble on football. Now they asked him about it and they said, hey, did you gamble on football? And he said, yeah, I gambled on football. Now he's suspended for the entire year. And what's amazing about this is he was due to make, I think $11 million this upcoming year. He's going to lose all that money so that he could make a $1,500 bet. He's saying the bet was $1,500, and it wasn't even against his own team. He wasn't even playing in the games. He wasn't even watching football, he says, but he admitted it, and now they've suspended him for the entire year for a $1,500 bet, and he loses $11 million. If your stocks went down today, if your 401K looks a little shady, just think about that situation uh, because I guarantee it's probably worse than yours. The good thing, though, is just take that money out of your 401K and just buy a six-figure car then all of your problems will be solved. <music> Trying to buy or sell a home in these times can be challenging. That's why you need a real estate agent who's going to come in and take charge. If you need the house painted, here's who you talk to. You need someone to replace the stairs, we've got a guy. Roof repair, no sweat at all. Realestateagentsitrust.com has got you covered for anything that can go on. There's a lot of unforeseen stuff that goes on when you are buying or selling a home. You never know which way the road will twist and turn. So. The name says it all, realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the best agent in your area, someone who's been screened, who has great performance, who is the best authority of the local market. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Check it out now, realestateagentsitrust.com. Your American patriot duty is to listen to this podcast and rate and review it. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars if you decide to take the time and give us a little review. We do appreciate it when you do that. Well, here's your stars. Five freaking stars. It's great. Whatever. Thank you so much for doing that. Also, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash stewdoesamerica. Got a lot of signups there lately. We do appreciate you uh, subscribing, clicking the little bell, and please comment below as you're watching the show. Just write stuff in, make little wise ass comments, whatever you feel like, it helps our little algorithms and helps uh, the audience seem more engaged, which I know you are, and that makes more people actually get to see the show. YouTube is one of those ones where, I mean, the algorithm is king there. Podcast, you sign up to the show you want to listen to, you listen to it. YouTube, they never show anybody the show unless, you know, you guys are subscribing and commenting and clicking the bell, and we really appreciate it when you do that as well. Uh, Please correct me if I'm wrong. Was Hitler a progressive OG member of the squad? It's a good question. We talked about Hitler a little bit yesterday. If anyone's ever said to you hey, Hitler was a Christian. He's a big Christian guy. Go back and watch that show. See what Hitler actually said about uh, that, uh, that nonsense. And Hitler, big on environmentalists as well. Nazis, big environmentalists. Uh, David says, thank you so much for honoring Leah Thomas. <laughs> as Woman of the Year on this International Women's Day. You are making feminist heads explode all over the English-speaking world. We may have gone to other languages as well with that particular one. It was at the end of yesterday's show. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I think you'll appreciate it. Uh, YouTube.com slash America. You can catch the show on uh, Facebook. We put stuff up there all the time as well. And don't forget, StuDoesMerch.com for all your merchandise needs. Back in a second. Okay, so here's what happened. A guy is trying to smuggle snakes and lizards across the border, but not across the border into America, across the border into Mexico, which is the bizarre to start. Also, he's driving a truck across the border So what would you do? How would you get the snakes in? Maybe you put them in a little, you know, a a box of some sort that looks like it's carrying something else. Maybe you hollow out part of the truck to sneak all these weird creatures and reptiles in over the border. No, no. Despite the fact that he was driving a truck, he put them on himself. He smuggled 52 lizards and snakes hidden in his clothing. Look Look at all these animals were... I feel like something else is going on. I don't even think this is a smuggling venture. I just think this guy just likes, he's got some weird taste. That's all I'm saying. Uh, We'll have to get into that and we'll dive in a little bit more maybe tomorrow. But before we leave, let's leave you with this important and informative message.
1: And now, Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong.
0: This has been Veep Thoughts
1: by Kamala Harris.